0: Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here I've brought together my most powerful tips from the last decade plus partnering with small businesses on all things leadership, mindset, people and culture. Here My Approach combines intuitive psychology, strategy, neuroscience and results-based coaching to unlock your highest potential. Step into your power and truly own your role as a leader so that you can spread the positive impacts of your purpose-led work everywhere. My name is Emma Campbell, I'm a mindset and performance coach for purpose-led leaders. I'm a mama to two cheeky little munchkins, I'm a wine appreciator, nature obsessed, stubbornly optimistic child at heart and I'm here to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it is all so possible. I hope that this podcast leaves you feeling lighter, more inspired and more ready than ever to go out there and take actions on your big dreams and vision. I can't wait to dig in. See you in the podcast. Hello, hello, hello. So lovely to be here. I have just finished a good week long of COVID isolation sitting at home with my uh, beautiful children underneath the age of four. And uh, it's been a big week. So I wasn't sure how my voice would go during this podcast. So we'll see, it might start to get a little bit raspy, but overall I'm feeling a lot better. And I hope to you listening out there that you're feeling well and that either you're over and done with the the COVID bug or that you're just feeling really, really healthy today. So today I want to talk about a topic that's been coming up a bit for a few of my clients lately, and it's one that I get to talk about day in, day out. So I thought I would summarize my top five tips for, motivating and inspiring your team to get the most out of them and really accessing and unlocking that potential that lives inside each and every one of them and sharing some of the most powerful and really like quite simple and easy tips to really start to allow allow that magic and that potential to emerge out of them Um, because there is no doubt that each and every one of us has so much potential inside of us and that there are so many incredibly effective ways to access that potential, but so so much of that information around like what those strategies are is not very well known. So that's what I wanna share with you today. And I think this would be a really, really good one for you if you are a leader of, a business that is probably growing relatively quickly, that you've got a lot on your plate, a lot of team members to manage and, and look after. You know, you're progressive, you want to do things differently, you're driven, you're ambitious, you're high-performing, you're inspired, you know, you want to achieve big things and really like, you know, shake things up. A lot of the leaders that I work with would identify themselves as you know, a bit of of a disruptor. So they really wanna do things differently. And um, I guess just, you know, shake up that status quo so that they can really make an impact with their clients, with their team, with the work that they're doing. So if that sounds like you, this would be a really good one for you. And you know, why are we talking about motivation and inspiration? (laughs) Hopefully it's relatively obvious why you would want to motivate and inspire your team. But in case you need a little bit extra clarity on why it's important is engagement or motivation is directly linked to the performance and productivity and profitability of your business, so one of the key the key researchers or, or thought leaders that um, that I follow quite closely um, as part of the the employee and performance game is a guy called Gallup. Um, so he's like the lead research, researcher on everything to do with engagement and he introduced the first ever engagement survey, which is like the benchmark gold star of tracking engagement in your organization. And if you haven't started tracking engagement, basically it's just like a marker of like how happy and engaged is your team. If you haven't started doing it, this would be like the minimum standard or (laughs) the the simplest and the easiest way just to get a bit of a gauge on where your team is at it's the one that i would always go to because it's really simple and easy it's 12 questions that are the 12 key drivers linked to engagement um and motivation and gallup and his team have just done studies over the last like decade plus all around how it links to like basically engaged employees directly links to 20% higher productivity and profitability. So whatever your current productivity rates and profitability rates are, if you haven't tapped into the power of engagement and engagement strategies for your team, then you're missing out on 20% profitability that could be really, really easily accessed. So I'm not gonna go through all of those 12 key drivers of engagement, but I am gonna share with you my top six that have the biggest impact overall. So number one is around sharing your vision and your mission and setting clear goals for your team. Because you can only motivate and inspire your team if they actually know what they are working towards and it's about more than just what they're working towards, you know, in the day or in the week. This is about making sure that your employees are really aware of the bigger picture, of the vision of what your ultimate like North Star is for where they're going in the business. And this encourages everyone to like really work together to achieve better results. And if you can if you can link your vision and your mission, to aligned, you know, clear and measurable goals, you know that are framed around that vision so that you like you and your team can actually track progress and are able to see their success in a really tangible way. This is like the gold star in being able to motivate your team because what this does is it really helps your team feel connected to something bigger. It helps them connect to the rest of their team. It helps them feel like they're making true progress. And there's, you know, something like really human and innate within us within us that helps us, like makes us feel so, you know, fulfilled and satisfied when we feel like we're making progress, particularly if we're doing that alongside, you know, people that we love and trust and, um, and respect. And OKRs are a really great tool for this. So if you haven't heard of OKRs, they're they're a really um, incredibly powerful and effective goal setting framework that a lot of the um, you know the tech companies are starting to use, like the Googles, the LinkedIn's, and they uh, they say that a lot of their progress is a a result of, um, and a lot of their success has come as a result of them implementing OKRs. OKRs basically stands for objective and key results. And essentially it's like a really intentional and vision aligned system for creating super, super measurable goals that are directly linked to your vision. So, you know, there's a lot of talk out there about KPIs and measurables and all of that sort of thing. And that's, you know, pretty, pretty, um, I guess, old school, old school business. Um, OKRs are different in that they've got a a tracking system that is, it's typically around a 90 day cycle. Um, But what makes them really different is that they are directly linked into the vision, purpose and mission of your business. So they've created a framework that ensures that everything's super aligned. So you're not doing things that don't matter. And it really, really transforms and expediates your results. So um, that's just a bit of a side note. If you haven't, um, haven't explored OKRs yet, they are an awesome, awesome tool for doing all of this that I have just mentioned. And, you know, financial goals and metrics are absolutely fantastic and we, we totally need them in order for a business to be sustained and um, for it to grow. However, if you're only setting financial goals or um, productivity-based metrics, The the only downside to that is you're only harnessing half the power of motivation. So there's two key types of motivation. There's one which is called extrinsic, which is the sort of motivation that is tapped into when you're setting financial goals, um, which is great, but its effect like extrinsic motivation is quite limited and the effects of it are quite short lasting. So you know you might hit that financial goal and you're overjoyed and feeling very happy for you know finally hitting that I don't know that six figure month or or whatever that goal is for your for your business, um, but, but you know after a day or after a week or if it's a really really good um, a really good goal like maybe after a few months. The the positive effects of hitting that financial goal slowly start to disappear, and you start going, okay, cool. Well, what's next? What's next? What's next? So, that's what I mean by the power of extrinsic motivation is quite limited and short lasting. So, if you want to dip into the into the true power of motivation. And really access and unlock some incredible results for your team, then you want to dip into both extrinsic and intrinsic motivation. So intrinsic is, as you might um, expect, it's about connecting to something inside your employees. So it's about connecting to something deeper or more, or something more meaningful, or something you know bigger, like sharing the bigger purpose of why you started the business in the first place and the impact that you wanted to make and the contribution that you want to make to um to your clients or to the world or your community it's like that's that big north star vision that helps your employees really start to feel like the work that they're doing truly matters and that it's really important and helps them feel significant um, and is very, very, very effective at inspiring innovation and out of the box thinking. Because when you connect an employee's work to the big picture, like beyond just financial goals and numerical targets, when you connect to that big picture, it can't help but inspire big picture thinking and big picture results. So it it like naturally encourages creative, out of the box, innovative thinking. So it not only inspires and fulfills your team, but it's also going to drive faster and more transformative results. So when companies lead through purpose as well as profit, that's when they really start to see those big leaps of transformation that don't make any logical sense. (laughs) So if you're only using financial goals and numerical, like productivity based targets as an incentive um, driving system, then you're only accessing quite like logical thinking from your employees. If you really wanna see your team and your company take some true big transformative leaps, then that's when you want to motivate from, from both like purpose-driven goals as well as profit-driven goals. And um, a company called Bain Consulting found that purpose-driven organisations don't just inspire, but they also outperform their rivals by a factor of 10. And they also found that purpose-driven organizations are actually more profitable than profit-driven ones so what what i took from that is why not just harness the power of both motivating through purpose as well as through profit and that way you're going to get the the best of both worlds and you know if you want the like the real bonus tip there The key in sharing your vision and your mission and, you know, setting clear goals with your team is really helping your team connect how their individual day to day work has an impact on the bigger picture. Because that's when they really start to feel connected and loyal to your company, it starts to become more than just a job to them, more than just a way of paying the bills, more than just you know them being um, stuck in the rat race. They really feel like they're part of something bigger when you start to introduce that, that bigger picture side to it. And some of the ways that you can do this, they're quite simple and they're quite easy. So. Share share customer stories and customer testimonials and feedback with your team. So when a customer comes back to you, probably as the leader of the business or maybe to your marketing team and says what an incredible job that you have been doing, (coughs) share those stories with your team. Share them with every single person that had an impact on that particular customer help your team realize just how important the work that they're doing is, and how if that team member wasn't there, that they wouldn't have been able to achieve those sort of results. Like connecting their work with the impact that you're having at the big picture level, that's the sort of stuff that's really gonna, you know, light their inner fire and that's when their spark is really going to be accessed and their potential is really gonna be unlocked. So that was um, tip number one, was around sharing your vision and mission and setting clear goals. Tip number two is around the good old communication one. So I hope that this is a relatively obvious one and I'm not gonna spend too much time on it, but I just wanna just want to reinforce how important it is two-way communication allow lots of opportunities for communicating with your team so there's so many amazing platforms and tools that you can do this through these days so that you as a very busy leader probably wearing all the hats in your business and trying to do a million things at once so that you don't have to be having meetings with every single one of your team members all the time. There are so many great platforms and systems out there that can help support you with this instead. So as I mentioned at the start, probably like the gold star, an easiest way to access how your team is and get like a a base level on um, how your team is feeling and going from an engagement perspective is through that Gallup's G12 engagement survey. So this is your starting point. This is what opens up that two-way street to make sure that there's that constant flow of communication between you and your team. And just make sure that you're always, you know, proactively understanding what sort of issues might be emerging before they become big issues and cost you a million dollars in HR fees to fix. So if you can get ahead of it, oh my gosh, like just the amount of stories that I could tell you about how simple, tiny little things in organizations have turned into just like massive, massive, massive issues because they've, they've put it off and they've avoided having the conversation or, or, you know, they just didn't do anything about it back when it was a tiny issue and that tiny issues then turned into like, I don't know, like a bullying and a harassment claim um, through the fair work or something like that. Like something like an engagement survey just helps you get ahead of those issues before they become big things so that they're not taking up your time and your energy and your mental space as a leader trying to like sort out something later on that was just like, so not worth it. So an engagement survey, really great way to do it. Asana is a really great communication tool for helping set goals, particularly around like OKRs. So if you are implementing that OKR goal setting system, Asana has got a really great goal setting, tracking um, capability within it. So that's a really, really great way to go. Uh, Setting up quarterly one-to-ones or even monthly one-to-ones if you're feeling uh, (laughs) really motivated and proactive, you know, some sort of touch point that, you know, doesn't have to be formal in any way or form, but, you know, includes like four or five questions around, you know, what's going well for you? as a team member, you know, what hasn't been going so so well, you know, where do you want to learn and grow? Um, How can we support you? And what do your goals look like for the next month or the next quarter? Like they can really be so simple and so easy, but essentially it's a system that supports you and helps hold you accountable as a leader or helps hold your leadership team accountable to have those conversations that really, truly matter for your team and, You know similarly to the engagement survey piece your quarterly one-to-ones are an opportunity to get ahead of things before they become big issues so that you know everything can just continue to run smoothly and beautifully another another communication strategy is having you know town halls getting the whole getting the whole crew together having a big open chat and allowing everyone to raise, um, you know, raise anything that's on their mind, whether it's goals, questions, issues, whatever it might be. And there's lots of apps and, um, and tools to help with that as well. These are just like a bunch of the ones that I have recently been using with a lot of my clients, but essentially, you know, you wanna find a system or a, or a process that can help you stay up to date with you know, what needs to be done with your team, but also something that allows your team you know, a voice to share their ideas, their opinions and their feedback so that they ultimately feel more involved and more connected and like you care and like you're listening. So that's tip number two is two-way communication. Tip number three is around encouraging teamwork. So taking a team first approach. Because if you are a growing, thriving, flourishing team, you may right now, potentially as a leader, be able to um, be able to have like one-to-one touch points with all of your team members. But as you grow you won't be able to manage everyone individually and have those individual personal relationships and touch points that's where a team first approach and like a team-based approach and, and team leaders become really important so you know the best kinds of companies are those where everyone works together cohesively and encouraging and promoting teamwork is proven to boost productivity because it makes employees feel less isolated and helps them feel more engaged with their tasks and more connected to the people around them. And basically that team almost becomes their leader. It's like the team helps drive their motivation and engagement so that you don't have to be doing it for every single individual person. And some of the ways that you can encourage that team first or that teamwork approach is you know you can do the pretty standard like team building activities you can do personality profiling workshops or self-awareness workshops or like a whole bunch of different activities like um the amazing race and you know all of those sort of things which are all really great Um, but essentially like the key is having, having a way for your team members to bond and get to know one another. And the gold star is having, having the opportunity for them to connect at more than just a social level because often like companies will throw drinks, like, you know, do like a drinks or I don't know, like a family day or whatever. And that is really, really beautiful and really great. but. Typically, unless there's something that's kind of like facilitated, like some sort of game or activity that's facilitated within that event, most of the relationships will stay relatively surface level. Like, you know, your your team will talk about quite easy topics and um, surface level topics. And that's great. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. But if you really want to like make the most use of your time, you want to have some sort of activity which encourages and challenges your team to get a bit vulnerable. (laughs) And I know that that might feel a bit uncomfortable for a lot of people, but vulnerability is what truly builds like strong, cohesive teams that truly trust each other and that feel like they've got each other's back and that truly support each other. Surface level teams will probably only warrant surface level results. So if you really want a team that is truly connected and really powerful and really achieving incredible, like transformational results, that's usually where you wanna have like a facilitator come in and encourage some challenging topics that gets to the heart of what's going on for a person and what their blockers are, what their limiting beliefs are, perhaps what their fears are, and, and really starts to transform some of those things. That's where you really start to see some of that potential become unlocked. Tip number four is around giving positive feedback and rewarding your team. So the power of positive feedback is sometimes overlooked but our you know deepest human need in life is to feel seen and heard which you know comes from childhood back in the day and that's why it's such like a core core innate need and desire for all of us so recognizing and applauding achievement inspires your team so that they can feel like they're really making progress towards the goals, of the goals of the company and truly contributing. So when employees, like when you see an employee, like achieve a result or put in extra effort or do some sort of astound, outstanding work or contribute like an awesome idea, make sure to tell them that you are grateful for that. Say, thank you. Just say a simple thank you and be really specific in your praise. That's like the gold star in giving positive feedback is not just saying like, Hey, thanks for a good day today, mate, or, um, good job today. The, the most important part is to say, you know, why it was a good job and how that thing that they did helped to benefit the business. This will not only motivate your team and your employee, but will actually help them succeed with future work if they can understand exactly what it was that they did that was so awesome. And that's what what like truly hits the heartbone for them as well, is when they like really truly um, feel seen and heard. And reward your team for hard work. You know, whether this is in the form of, monetary rewards or gifts or perks, or perhaps even more responsibility or more independence, more freedom or autonomy, you know, give them some sort of like reward or incentive for their hard work. And that's um, what's really going to help them. One of the things that I've actually been doing with um, one of my clients is encouraging them to initiate individualized or personalized rewards. Because Um, You know, having a monetary based reward is amazing, definitely, but if you compare that with something that's quite personalised so that the team member really feels like you know them and that you're not just dishing out some money um, and that you haven't really given that money much thought. If they can really recognize that you've truly thought about what would inspire them and make them feel, you know, rewarded um, at a personal level, that's what's going to really have like a positive impact on their motivation and engagement. Um, Tip number five is about providing opportunities for growth. So team members feel more valuable when they are learning and upskilling. So to motivate and inspire your team to achieve great results, it's about providing opportunities for growth and development. And this can be in a whole bunch of ways, and it doesn't often have to cost much money at all. So this could be like mentoring. So you could have some mentoring sessions with them once a month or quarter could be training sessions. So bringing in an in-house trainer, it could be online courses. God, there's so many online courses available these days. So you could provide like a learning and development budget for them um, and for them to go and find something that um, meets their needs and goals. It could be coaching with like a performance coach or a mindset coach or a leadership coach to help them like really up level their performance in a specific area and, understand what's holding them back, Um, you know, ultimately, it's about helping them set goals that are outcomes focused. So helping them, you know, you know, you want to be tight on on the results piece, but loose on the process. So tight on the outcome, but loose on how they get there, right. And then this is what really creates that increased ownership and autonomy, because no one likes being micromanaged, let's be honest, no one likes being told what to do. So looking for opportunities to, you know, allow them to set goals together that are really tight on the result, but that give them that opportunity to achieve that result in the way they want to, will really amplify their motivation and help them achieve more results. And, You know, one of the other ways is to get, you could get them to train someone else. So if you've got a high performer, you could allow them to take someone else under their wing as an opportunity for them to learn and grow and and also contribute in the company, which is a beautiful way to do it. You could also, as a high performing leader yourself, you could focus on teaching your team certain skills so that you're transferring those skills that they could then use in different positions and encourage them to set themselves different learning goals, too. Finally, tip number six is healthy body, healthy mind, healthy environment. So there is no doubt about it when you feel like crap, like if you've had a big weekend or eaten junk food or not exercised all week, there's no doubt about it. You feel sluggish and you know, your energy is low, you're just not feeling at your highest potential, and you're not able to access your highest potential performance or thinking. Because the neurons that are usually firing and wiring together in your brain that help to create those epic connections and results, they're just simply not activated (laughs) when you're not at your healthiest self. So, you know, you're probably getting by doing the bare minimum and you can't wait to tap out and just go home. So, this is what's happening to your employees when they're not feeling at their healthiest in terms of their body or their mind or their environment. So, to keep your team firing on all cylinders, you know, smashing out results, engaging with the team and ultimately achieving, you know, their highest potential, One of the things that you can do is help provide like a really healthy environment that nurtures a healthy body, a healthy mind and healthy results. (laughs) So some of the ideas that some of my clients have enacted is, you know, this is a pretty standard one, but having healthy food available. So rather than having a bunch of junk food, you know, provide fruit and raw balls (laughs) and, um, and all the, you know, the healthy, nutritious, energizing stuff, you know, also like having a really spacious, inspiring, motivating work environment can be really helpful. So having, you know, the motivational signs up or having some plants or A beautiful coffee machine is always very important and like, you know, some beautiful space and windows that's clean and, you know, maybe even breaking up different types of activity-based workspaces. Um, One of the initiatives I've just rolled out with one of my clients is something super, super simple and super easy, and that's having a little in-house library. Um, you know, there are, this particular client is really, really growth focused, so very, very into their self-development and learning. And we've just implemented a little um, in-house library where uh, everyone brings in their own books and they can kind of, you know, hire the different books out, which are typically all around motivation and self-awareness and know understanding around what maximizes their personal energy and all their healthy habits um or you know like one of the other things is you could bring in a coach and um get that coach to lead a workshop on helping people understand what unlocks their personal potential because you know everyone's different right Um, and if you've got a bunch of high performers then you being able to tap into their highest potential is gonna really, really amplify the results that you achieve in your team. So they are my top six tips for getting the most out of your team and really inspiring and motivating them to unlock their highest potential and you know, really amplify the results and the profitability that your business is currently seeing so a quick recap of those number one was share your vision and your mission and set your clear goals. The bonus in there was to connect connect your employees day to day work with those mission and vision and bigger picture goals. Tip number two is two-way communication. So provide lots of different avenues and platforms to spark up conversation and hear from your team, their ideas, their opinions, and their feedback. Tip number three is apply a team first approach. So encourage that teamwork approach, which will make your life easier and help keep them really productive and super engaged. Tip number four is give positive feedback and reward your team through something as simple as a thank you all the way through to personalised gifts or monetary rewards. Tip number five was providing opportunities for for development through coaching, mentoring, training, online sessions. you know, getting them to train someone, someone else, there's a million different ways there. And lucky last tip number six was healthy body, healthy environment, healthy mind. So provide an environment that helps nurture their best self and helps maximize their energy and their performance. I hope these six tips have been super super helpful for you and if you're struggling with motivating your team just book in a free discovery call with me or my team and um we can start helping you access your team's fullest potential because there's no doubt about it you've got an incredible team and you know when you start to enact some of these um really simple and easy tips it's amazing what sort of you know, performance, you can actually start to see emerge in them. Have an incredible day. I hope you love these tips and uh, I'll talk to you soon.